a significant fall in U.S. job openings, and the ECB Schnabel's satisfaction faced with falling inflation in the eurozone sent the sovereign bonds rallying yesterday. Equities, however, start feeling kind of left behind this bond rally, as we are now coming closer to a point where the bond optimism could only continue on higher recession odds. And obviously, that ain't good for equity appetite. So welcome, this is Swiss Codes, daily market talk. So the Dow's were forcefully back yesterday after a few hours of respite the day before following a significantly lower than expected jaw sprint release in the US at yesterday's trading session and also on the back of some surprisingly dovish comments from, well, an otherwise hawkish but very, very hawkish Isabel Schnabel from the European Central Bank. So let's first start with the data, if you will, and I will move to Isabel Schnabel afterwards. So released yesterday, the JOLS data showed that the US job openings fell below the 8.8 million jobs mark in October. In October, guys. So that's not a detail, given that strikes in the US, and especially in these Detroit's three big car makers, were full swing on during the month of October, remember, and that may actually partly explain why the job openings in the US saw such a meaningful decline in the month of October. But whatever it is, the US actually offered a lot less jobs in October than it did the previous month, and a lot less jobs than expected by analysts, and that has come to cement the idea that the US jobs market is further loosening. Now again, the October numbers should be taken with a pinch of salt as they were certainly highly impacted by the strikes in the US and hence November numbers could also be influenced by these distortions that we saw in the month of October, meaning that we could actually see some, well, maybe robust jobs numbers after a depressed month of October in the US. But looking at the big picture, overall, the US jobs market had already started giving signs of cooling before the strike in the US and this week's jobs numbers may not be representative of the general health of the US jobs market nor the underlying trend but they will still be very very closely watched by investors as they gain a crucial importance right now as the Federal Reserve approaches a monetary policy pivot. So Due today, the ADP data in the US is expected to print a 130,000 private job additions in the US in November, and Atlanta Fed's GDP forecast will also be very, very closely watched, and it is expected to hint a 1.2% growth in the fourth quarter, and down from an above 5% growth printed last quarter in the US. So if that's the case, well, the Federal Reserve, those will well, certainly remain in charge of the market, but, but everything really that we've been seeing over the past couple of weeks will likely turn into a 
bonds rally only. And this is actually what we've been seeing since the start of this month of December. The rally in the U.S. bond market has actually continued at its full speed because the U.S. two-year yield, which captures the Federal Reserve's rate bets, is now steadyish below the 4.60% mark. So that's some 65 basis points lower than where it was at its October peak. And the U.S. 10-year yield, which better captures actually the economy outlook for the US like a slowdown or recession odds well it sank below the 4.20% level yesterday now no one could have told you a month ago that the US 10-year yield would have retreated at the current levels we were rather discussing whether that US 10-year yield should go up to 6% or not remember. So there is a big, big change. And of course, a soft jobs and a soft growth data should push these US yields even lower on increased bets that, well, recession may finally be coming to the US in the coming quarters, in which case the Federal Reserve must cut the interest rates sooner and faster. The thing is, even though the yields continue to fall since the beginning of December in the US, well, equities look much less reactive to these falling yields since a couple of days now. Because look, the S&P 500 closed the session yesterday slightly in the negative, while the interest rate sensitive Nasdaq 100 index added only 0.24% yesterday. Why? Because we are now at a juncture where the bond optimism might only persist with increased recession probabilities, which obviously doesn't bode well for equity appetite. So this means that bad news from the economic data will remain good news for the bonds, but they will become actually bad news for equities. Plus, plus, the Federal Reserve will actually continue to unwind its massive, massive balance sheet, no matter what it does with its interest rate policy. And that will continue to pull liquidity out of the financial markets, unless, unless of course, something really, really bad happens in the US, like a banking crisis that we saw in March or a very sharp decline in growth numbers to convince the Fed to halt or to reverse this liquidity drain. We are not there just yet. Now, I was saying that I find it very, very surprising that none of the Federal Reserve members came out over the past couple of weeks and said, hey guys, be careful because the bond yields are falling just too fast and it could actually hinder our fight against inflation. But what's even more surprising is that, well, Isabel Schnabel, who has actually proved to be one of the European Central Bank's most hawkish voices during the latest monetary policy tightening in the Eurozone, has also started to sound somehow dovish this week because Schnabel said well, sometime yesterday, and that was also why we actually saw the bond buyers rush in to the market. Well, she said that inflation in the Eurozone is slowing at a remarkable pace. Yes, it is. And this is why the 10-year bond yield melted to 2.23% level yesterday. So those are the levels last seen back in June, as markets now give around 90% chance for the first ECB rate cut to happen in the first quarter of next year. Yes. But Schnabel also said that officials have been 
been surprised many times in both directions for inflation, meaning that we shall still see a sudden U-turn in the inflation numbers in the coming months. But the letter was heard as... We could sell the euro on dovish European Central Bank expectations until inflation proves the contrary. And hence, the euro dollar slipped below the 108 level yesterday and hit the 107.78 level, which is the 100-day moving average where it found some support. Now, following yesterday's sell-off in the euro dollar below the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement, the pair is now technically in the bearish consolidation zone with strengthening bearish momentum that hints that the sell-off in the euro dollar could continue toward the 107.30 level. Now note that the market could absorb a further sell-off in the euro dollar in the short run at the current levels as the RSI index is now at a mid-range hinting that we are far far from oversold conditions in the euro dollar. Gold on the other hand sees support near the $2,000 per ounce level as falling U.S. yields and fading appetite for equities continue to well, push some capital into the precious metal these days. Elsewhere, well, crude oil continues to be sold in a lower highs, lower lows trading pattern, which could actually pave the way for a further fall in the U.S. crude prices toward the $70 per barrel target. And well, China is not happy because Moody's cut the outlook for its sovereign bonds to negative, saying that the country's usage of fiscal stimulus to support its local governments and also its spiraling property downturn pose risks to the Chinese economy. Now, funny enough, I mean... Funny enough, the stimulus measures from the Chinese government brought Moody's to cut its outlook for the country's sovereign bonds, but it couldn't really bring investors nor the Chinese home buyers back to the market. And the Chinese CSI 300 index fell to the lowest levels in almost five years. And it looks like nothing seems to undo the damage that the Chinese government crackdowns and the COVID zero policy have inflicted on investor and consumer confidence. So this is all for today. I'm Ipek Özkardeşke and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive and interesting comments. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments and please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them so i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading